Yeah, we do. Very uh, somber day going on. A lot of things are going on, man. Sports related and non-sports related. But Keon, how you doing? I'm great, bro. You know, 2020 been sucked, bro. You know, ready for 21, bro. I'm break on yeah, 21. Yeah, 2020 bro. has been a tough year so far. Yeah, Don, you're back, man. How you doing today? Man, everything good, bro. You know, everybody talk about 2020. 2020 has been a bad year, but then too. I think 2020 is a time to uh, learn some new things and to, you know, figure yourself out and be a better person after going through 2020. Well, 2020 is a, it's a lesson, what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's a lesson. Absolutely. Right? All good, baby. I'm glad to be in the building. Got all four of us for the first time. No, second time. Yeah, second time. No, I need the second time. It is the second time. James came late the first time. You wasn't here last time. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure thing. All right. So, <laughs> so y'all old, but y'all boys can't sure remember nothing. Y'all don't remember. Y'all boys let's, know. Let's, let's, let's jump into uh, today. We're doing something a little different. Normally, we have topics that kind of focus on what we got going on uh, within the sports world. But today, since you know so much going on and 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 it's a lot that to take in as far as what happened with uh, Jacob Blake, um, what happened with. Um, um, with, whether it's Beyonce Taylor, whether it's Joy Floyd. Today, we want to focus on what the NBA is focused on, which is the boycott. Um, we know that, you know, it was a plan from the Bucks, from the Bucks, not maybe for everybody else, but from the Bucks to, to boycott the games on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah. I think it was Thursday, right? Yeah. And Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. And now, you know, there's, you know, some distinction between some of the players with some of the different things. But I just want to get your thought, guys. Thought first, number one, what did you, how did you feel? What did you feel about when the Bucks decided to boycott on Wednesday? I'm going to start with you, Keon, because like you're looking dead at so I know you got something to say. How did you feel about it? Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a powerful uh, statement uh, that they came out and tell no one. I know they, a lot of the uh, players had an issue. Uh, with them because I think they all had talked about doing something together but I think it was just raw emotion where they went out there to play but when they got there it's just that man I just feel like we can't do this we were just tired of going through the same thing it happened in our city we should be the one to stand up first so and then I just love the fact that everybody followed you know you had OKC came next you had that Lakers because this kind of would have been like the not so powerful if the other teams would have went ahead and played. So mm-hmm. then after that, you had baseball doing it. Let uh, me say WNBA doing it. Um, some teams for baseball did it. And then hockey followed. Whoever would have thought hockey would have been, you know what I'm saying, following the lead. Yeah, the NFL people, Troy Vincent coming out. So it was a powerful statement, man. And it's just, when we was growing up, man, athletes just ain't do that. You just fail. They wouldn't feel like 
that's not us. We got millions. We're going to leave that alone. We don't want to mess with our endorsement. Yep. But just to see this young generation of athletes just stepping up, you know, being part of us saying we feel your pain, even though we not we in that one percent where we're rich and got money, but we're fighting for you guys. So and athletes didn't do that back in the day. They was worrying about their brand. So just to see Toronto, I mean, say the scene that the whole NBA standing up. It was great, man. It made me very proud. Yeah. I said it was, it was definitely a powerful statement. I wish they would have told Orlando. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> you know, them boys ready to play. But, you know, being that it happened with the Lakeham shooting in Milwaukee, um, I think it was good that Milwaukee did the be the first one to do it. Um, and like you said, back in the day, just like Jordan could have been in the political stuff either. He was like, man, Republicans buy shoes too. It just wasn't for him. And back then, we didn't have as much black power that we have now that we didn't have back in the day. So now we can call our own shots. We're billionaires, millionaires. We can do what we want to do. And that's why you see a lot of the black, uh, you know, powerful, influential people are pushing this to the limit, keeping the foot on the gas because we have that power that we probably didn't feel we had back in the day. Well, I think I think it was a good thing. I think a lot of times people take athletes for granted because they're athletes. Yeah. And that's what they look at them as. They don't look at them as real people because of the money, uh, they say, well, they spoil you and all these other things, but at the same time, they're human. Yep. And I think we've come accustomed to uh, not looking at these athletes, um, movie stars, all this other stuff. They, we look at them differently. Just because they got more money, okay, but at the end of the day, they're human. They got, they got families like everybody else. They just make a little bit more money. Yeah. I, I agree, man. I mean, I think it, it says a lot about, you know, those guys looking at coming from their backgrounds, coming from where they're associated with friends that they have probably that, you know, either don't make it or, you know, they just can't take with them when they go on this journey as far as trying to get successful and play basketball. Those guys are still affected by those neighborhoods. They're still mm-hmm. part of that environment <clears throat> and part of, that, part of that situation. And when you're in you know, we all understand this. We all come from different backgrounds, different locations, but we still got friends back home that we still deal with that maybe have one foot in, one foot out of the streets. Yep. And you still deal with that, you know, deal with that nature. And you have to understand that even those guys are, are people, you know, they're citizens, they're folks that, you know, that you want them to make it one day. Yep. Um, and as much as, you know, we try to, uh, try to, um, or society tries to kind of belittle, you know, the, the nature of, of, of the importance of what black, the black community is to this, to this country at times. Um, it, it says a lot for these athletes to put, put a lot on the line to make sure that they, 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 their voice are being heard and, or our voice in general are being heard. So I was kudos for, I was happy and I was kind of excited to see what's moving forward. So my next question to you guys is when they had this meeting and they had this meeting, so players, players only meeting with the PA, how did you guys feel about the fact that two teams being the Clippers and the, and the Lakers decided to, Stop playing, but the rest of the teams want to move forward. Don't I'm gonna let you go with that one. Well, I, once you're there in the bubble, and I know, I know it was frustrating being in the bubble, you know, being away from their families and things like that. I just think the Clippers and the Lakers, it's a lot of pressure on both of those teams, mm-hmm. and I think the pressure was getting to them. I think the pressure was getting to him, not from a, from a standpoint from basketball, but also after Doc said what he said, that put a lot of pressure on, on, on those teams. And you have stars on both of those teams who were speaking out, and they they are out in the open. We're getting to see the, the growth from LeBron. You're getting to see the growth from other people that on, on, the, on the Clippers. You've seen the Doc step up to the forefront and say what he said. So now it's pressure from the political end and it's pressure from the basketball end because guess what? Everybody want to see those two teams play. Despite whatever what's going on in the East or whatever, those are the two teams that everybody want to see play. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, I just think, the pressure of being outspoken as black males and majority of the team is black. You know what I'm saying? Majority, they have the top two superstars in the game. You know, one or two, whoever, you know, how you feel about it. Um, it's, it's pressure. And I think that's why I think they felt like, look, we need to get away from this. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I like the fact that, you know, LeBron, Kawhi, I mean, mostly Kawhi, because we always think of Kawhi really not a big speaking person. And everything you read was like, you know, Kawhi was very vocal. I think, you know, having that meeting the night that everything shut down, emotions was probably super duper high. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you making a rash decision when you upset nine times out of 10 is not always the best decision. And to be able to sleep on it, come back, you know, get on the call with the owners and the, the governors and, you know, Michael Jordan being a peacemaker and, you know, cause he's a former player. I think that probably was the best outcome for him to play because if they don't play and they're not in the bubble, yet, everybody's now doing separate different things mm-hmm. and not going to be collective. At least when they're in a bubble, now they, they can continue to push their agenda where they have nothing else to do. Yeah, they can't get out and do what they want to do, but I think playing and be able to be cohesive, being in a bubble allows them to be able to push the agenda forward. And I think it was a great chess move by the Lakers and uh, Clippers saying those those are main two because they are the, without them in the bubble, right? It's nobody cares about the playoffs, really. Like, because <laughs> you, you don't think people care now. No, but I'm just saying for them to be threatened and say we 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 want to just cancel everything. I think that got them more leverage. Mm-hmm. Like, hold up, let's see what they want. And I think they got on the phone with different like uh, politicians in their own city and different things like that because you got two major hard figures. Big time figures saying, look, let's just cancel the whole season. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play no more. And I, and I don't know. It could have been like a plan. Like, look, we the two main people. Everybody want to see me anyway. Kind of everybody looking at that for real, like the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we saying we don't want to play like, hold up. All the owners are like, look, hold up. <laughs> let's, let's see what they want. Mm-hmm. Let's get every, let's call a meeting. And I think it was me personally. I think they planned that. Thanks knowing so. that they wasn't going to leave that, but we the two teams saying when we want to leave I think it paused everything and the owner saying like Jordan Kane's out there Jeannie Buss everybody I think they spoke to like different now they trying to coming up They I think they talked to uh, LeBron them called uh, Barack saying what we need to say we want mm-hmm. what type of uh what the, what you call those uh, when they pass uh, legislation? Yeah, what we need to say that we want seen going forward, and they got on the phone with Obama. So it was great for me to see the Lakers and the Clippers standing up because to me, those teams have the most power in the league right now. The two superstars with Kawhi man, and LeBron. Man, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, my voice is getting a little hoarse. I'm back. What you don't know about that? You don't think? I mean, listen, man. It, it, it sounds good. They weren't cohesive. First and foremost, LeBron needs to chill. I think LeBron has created this notion and had this notion in his brain that is him and it's everybody else, right? It, he was a driving factor why they were in the bubble. Nobody has a lot of those players didn't want to go in the first place, mm-hmm. but they knew LeBron being who he is, the character he has, the cachet he has with the league and being him being the box office that he is, that he could drive that particular initiative of getting things going and getting the players back down, getting the players in Orlando, getting the season back going. Because I think he was thinking about his legacy. Yeah, of course. Getting that fourth championship. Of course. Yeah, yeah but that's what he's playing for. But like, yeah, but, it's like that, playing for. He, he, but, he but playing for a legacy. But that's great. Guaranteed him. But that's not, that's not, that, and that's not where I'm taking it. So he was the driving factor. Now you get into these meetings and, and a lot of those players like George Hill, Van Fleek, uh, um, 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 Jalen Brown, who has been very outspoken yep. about this, they looked at it as you were the reason why we're here in the first place. Kyrie, by the way, uh, Kendrick Perkins, oh, needs he needs. I'm gonna say it very loudly. <laughs> he owes Kyrie an apology because he called him a bird brain, called him other things. He tried to make him um, um, discredit his message. And a lot of players, that's what they wanted. They wanted to stay out here in the forefront and be a part of the community and keep driving and keep protesting. That's what they wanted. That's what they thought was going to be the thing that could have helped them change legislation, change the bills. Not going down there and playing basketball. Mm -hmm. He he decided, hey, I 
I want this legacy. I want the championship. Now, two months later, you start to see what happens. Somebody else, unfortunately, another man gets shot in the back seven times. Um, he's in the hospital. Now it's like, hey, I want to stop now. Mm. We ain't nothing's changing. Well, then, well, people with leading are was telling you, but nothing's going to change. But so, like, what, 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 was, what did you think was going to happen in the first place? But I, I, I don't think. I just think they were using that as leverage. How? I don't, leverage to who? To, to the owners to like start y'all get on board and start doing something other than just saying Black Lives Matter. They had leverage. They had. They had nah, leverage. Nah, nah. Yes, they did. Nah. But this is they the thing. They had this leverage. Is the, this is the thing. I don't even think. Whether they would have played or not, that dude still probably would have got shot. Yeah. Period. Now I'm not saying so so either way. But they no, 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 that's So you I ain't great. So let's keep it on track. No, so you so so you they didn't have leverage. No, no, I that the leverage part. They didn't have leverage. I think this gave them a little leverage. They more. don't have any leverage. No, a lot of money. I think when you say no, from because they're the leverage anyway, they stopped anyway. everybody. Money stopped. Yeah, they stopped a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money was lost. If they don't play. They, the, the CBA is destroyed. Right. They didn't have no leverage at all in the game. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. money. Yeah. 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 money. Yeah. Right. If, if they didn't if play, they didn't play if the CBA would have been destroyed. That's why they, that's to why they have to play. Oh, they don't have to play. Yeah, but, but the CBA would have been destroyed. Yeah. That's CBA, why does that matter? They didn't have no leverage. No, he's saying if they didn't play. It's not about what he's saying. It's the facts of fiction. In fact, they don't play. Break did what I'm saying. There's money at the end of the day. There was a lot of money lost on them two, three days, bro. They had paid for the networks to be shown, commercials, dope. They had paid for that. So you agree with Jackson? It would have been no, money lost had if they don't start the lead back up. Right. True, no doubt. No doubt. So like, I'm telling you, y'all saying the same thing because it was a smart play. That's all I'm saying, bro. How was the smart play? So I think too, the owners lost so much money with exactly. the season shut down, start and shut, shut, start again, and shut down again. Right. It's like it's a lot of money lost at the end of the day. You got some players need this money. Yes. But, but, you know what but, I'm saying? But what is the leverage though? That's what he's at. The leverage is to me, they felt like now if my two biggest stars in the league, which Kawhi and LeBron is the two biggest stars in the league right now, right? So now you getting Jordan on the phone. Jordan not even in the bubble. So Jordan like, hold up. Let me what y'all Jordan's want? on the phone because he's he is the he is he's the, one of the only no, no, he's, 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 like like he's like the leader of council. But but by them stopping, now you get him on the phone. Say but, what do y'all guys but key, want? But key, but I don't know what I don't know. I don't know just because they say they want to stop me, Jordan get on the phone. I think Jordan being a former player had to help in this situation. But if they want to stop and just play after the dude got killed, we don't have let all that conversation. But let me ask you, you know, they don't be on CNN. They don't be on all these Key. top networks. Key. Still, you missing the point. What? What is the leverage? The leverage is now, George Hill said he talked to the owner from Milwaukee, came, put them on the phone with the politician from their city. I'm just saying, they wasn't doing that at but, first. But, but let me ask this question. Yeah, they did. So, so they wasn't doing that at first. Let me say. Even if they did talk to these people, it still don't change the fact of who's in But it's always got to start somewhere. somewhere. It's, it's got to start. You got to start somewhere. No, I agree. I agree. no, no. I you gotta, everything going to change tonight. But, we but, can't flick our fingers and say, but everything got to start but, somewhere. You got to start somewhere. So by getting on the phone with him is a start. That's all I'm saying. You're not. So you're you're so locked in on what you're saying. You're not listening to anybody else. No, I am. You're you're you're, you're you're locked in what okay, you're saying. You're not listening, listening to anybody else. Okay. <laughs> I'm clearly telling you that if they whether they restart the bubble or not, if they didn't start. They still would have had the same initiative. The right. initiative was the protest was still getting coverage. Yep. And it was still out there. True. So if you keep the protest going, you're still getting the same determination, right? What, what they end up doing is by starting, is by re-engaging into the bubble, is they put the focus back on basketball. And then what happens is when this guy gets shot seven times in the back, the, the frame of mind now is, well, really, what we, what did we really, why are we really here? Yeah. Because the whole thing was trying to bring a message, and the message is really not being heard. And now you're saying, based off them saying, oh, you know what, we don't want to play right now, now the message is being heard. Well, the message would have been heard regardless if they would have kept, kept protesting. Mm-hmm. It, what you're 
Well, I get where you're coming from. They don't have leverage. But the leverage would have been destroyed if the CBA with agreement would have been destroyed. But all I'm saying, James, right? Yeah, the the protests would have still been going on, right? But they ain't make us get on the phone with the top politician in the city. You may we can be marching. We you can marching been. for four hundred years, bro. But if you no, ain't talking to the right, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. We We we've been marking for 57 years but if you ain't talking to the right people who trying to make change that doesn't matter because they could have been not in the bubble and still just marching and they listening oh we gotta march so you, and you and you have a great point with that that is a great point like yes we could have been it could have been more Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the bubble may help you get more of a platform that people are now focused on. I don't think without the bubble, you wouldn't care what Doc had to say. Exactly. Right. That's all I'm saying. When that happened, Doc being there, when Doc gave his um very important uh, soliloquy of speech, that was big. Having um other people, George Hill, people who you never really listened to. And you know, we thought about. You know, thought yeah. about. Yeah, right. it did give them that. But, but, I'm but, I, but it does not get it did not give them a strategic advantage or any level of advantage because they because at the end of the day, legislation still happened. They still got to change that. Yeah. Wisconsin still has yeah, not mid- brought. Yeah, they haven't met. They still on recession. Yeah, yeah, they still haven't brought their their uh, state their state senators and their state representatives back in for any type of legislation. There was things being done in California that if they would have been close, but all uh, well, if they'd have been they'd have been close. Um, if they would have they would not been in that bubble, they could have been in California, the state of California, part of the um, part of uh, I forgot what the bill is. They got really watered down. They could have been a part of that discussion. They could have been there lobbying. All they could have been there. All they I'm can't saying, do it. All I'm saying is, we can march, but you need rich billionaire white yeah. people to, to get you but, connected with but the key, other. But, but that's just, who, but but we, got what he's saying. We, saying. We, we're saying that. But the owners wasn't when you would start affecting their bottom line. Then they say, okay, how can we? Yeah, you, because until the boycott and you don't want to play now, right. you know they, they wasn't saying, "Okay, let me call up my boy from I know who can but change." You're not, but you're not listening. That's all I'm but saying. But you're not listening to what we're saying. The boycott. The boy, it, they would have to do it anyway because no, they wouldn't they been playing. No, they didn't. They not. wouldn't no. been playing this year. If they, if they never came back to the bubble, they never would. They never went to the bubble. They never would have been playing. The bottom line for the for the owners still would have been hurt. But, but now you don't invest the money because you're thinking these games gonna be televised. You don't win. They out didn't here. do nothing different. No, they, they didn't. They did yeah, not. I don't know. Money. Even with all the protesting, I don't know if these owners would have done. No, anything. they wouldn't have. Like, honestly, they wouldn't did anything. They wouldn't did, they the wouldn't boycott. Have. The boycott did nothing more. They forced their hand. They forced their hand. I think it forced their hand. Did, the man. boycott did nothing. We more. We have been out here protesting no. all week. The owners would the boycott. The boycott did nothing more than when Kyrie said, "Let's not go down and play." If that meeting would have came back and everybody would agreed oh. upon not playing, they would have been the same result. It would have. They would have got the owners on the phone. Maybe. And it would have been went through the same thing because of the simple fact is, if you're talking about bottom line. Both of them is a boycott, so therefore it was in the same logic. Okay, and that's what we're trying to say. I get that. I get that. So what? Is, what leverage are you getting with but, both of them? Up? The both effect is to stop play and to be heard. But I get that, James. But what I'm saying, we if we just marching the street. We don't get hockey to stop their games. We don't get tennis to stop their game. We don't get. We don't. We baseball. don't know that. We don't know that. I, I think we don't. We don't know I, that. Ain't no way they doing that, bro. Yeah. Just Dude, we don't know on. that. And baseball wasn't trying to play but when they, when the boy and when. Initially, they didn't want to come back. They wasn't about to play. They wasn't trying not to play because they wanted to get the their money. Right. What was they social wanted, justice? Yes. They wanted they to make sure they had right. safety with COVID. And they, money. they wanted their money. They, they didn't want to be prorated and all that. They didn't stuff. care about no like, like, honestly, that's, 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 to me, that's more of a nick picking situation. Nah, it's fair. At the end of the day, a boycott's a boycott. And they would have said, the players would be like from the beginning in agreement, like we're not going down there. Okay, and the result would have been what? We don't know. No, no. Well, the result would have been. So you're saying the results would have been these billionaires making these phone calls to the legislators and things like that would have happened? You think so? Absolutely. I don't think so. Why do you think the money's a problem if it ain't if, if it was initially? It was a problem before. So why would it not be a problem now? Yeah, I'm. I, I mean, it's like you said, they were protesting for months, bro. And yeah, and we never heard nothing. They wasn't protesting for months. Yes, dog. No, they wasn't. Dog. No, if, even if you count from you when, from when Kyrie John Slaughter, John Slaughter got killed when in May. In May, right? In May. They ain't go to the bubble until when? 
The end of June? End of June. End of June. July? End of July. 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 It was middle of so July. So we've been yeah. protesting for like a month and ain't no owner went to a legislature saying, but, 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 you can go, you can go and make that phone call. Now, I will say this. They don't have leverage, but it might have opened some doors. That's it's all I'm but, saying. But it's a difference between having leverage and open doors. Now, this is the thing. Yeah, the, the owners can say what you want. They can, they can say that right now. You know what I'm saying? They can say that right now, but you don't, we, we got to look behind that. What are they going to do when it, when, when it hits them in the face in November? Are they going to, you know what I'm saying? Now they can vote how they're going to vote regardless. Right. You see what I'm saying? But are they willing, if, are you asking billionaires who are set in their ways to give up something? But, at least you're speaking on. At least you're putting me on the phone and saying what. I, it on, you spot, can put anybody, anybody on the spot. You can put anybody on the phone. What do you want to tell? I can't. I can't make that same call that a billionaire can get me in contact with. That's all I'm saying. You might not do it, but I can't say I can call. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. Huh? Let me ask this question. When them dudes, uh, old boys, to play with the Philly and the Saints, but well, he back with the St. Jenkins and all them boys yes. went to Congress and talk. Anything changed since then? Because you got to remember, it's the same fight they frightened, and they went and talked to the people in Congress. Did anything change since then? Man, this is sad that we got to have athletes Think about this. As Think politicians about this. Think about this. Activists. Like, they got to be doing everything now, bro. That, that's the thing I have the issue with, right? That's and crazy, like, man. No, hold on. This is why I have an issue with right? No. This, this crazy, guy got an issue with that. We got athletes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is why I have an issue with what y'all just said. Don't they pay taxes? Yeah, of course. Don't we pay taxes? Don't we have separate jobs? So, so what makes them different than us? Nothing. Nothing. And I think Nothing. that's I think it's just they have it resources. No, right? They have resources no, right? to reach further right. than we do. That is the problem. That's the problem. That is the problem. Is they must separate athletes different, and they should. And, but no, I'm just saying they pay more in Texas. Exactly. Exactly. No so that should have been exactly. They should have been exactly. 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 That's not. But that's my. I'm just saying as uh, as an American, right? We got to. We got these people in Congress and the Senate. Like we as people, we vote y'all to make everything right. But for us, we have to do that. That's all we're saying. We're not saying they shouldn't do it. But I'm just saying it's sad to Why? say. The level that they're going through to make change, and I, I love it, but it's not their responsibility. Whose responsibility is it? If that's the case, it's all about responsibility. It, it is! We put so much we, pressure on Kawhi, LeBron we to make no change. No, 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 the media is putting pressure on them. That's the problem, bro. The problem is you're looking for somebody else to make a decision. No, it's not about that. You are because you're saying you're talking about them. You have an opinion, right? Yeah, of course. You have an opinion. Do you feel like you you want to see how your community develops? Yeah, absolutely. So would you not go to somebody who's in charge or who you voted in to understand the complex of your community, how you want to develop? Absolutely. So why do you need to go to Al Sharpton to tell you something you already know? No, we need to go to our local people we vote in. And we just, I just said you right, just don't right, know. Right. I just said you will go to your local your local. But that's what we need to hell accountable, not the NBA players. But, no, but why can't they do it? They want to go to their local congressmen and say the same thing. They want to go to their state legislature and say the same thing. What's the difference? What's the difference between <laughs> LeBron having that same First of all, he's a bigger platform, mm-hmm. so his message is going to be heard a lot broader. Right? What's the difference between LeBron and anybody else in the NBA to be able to say, listen, I don't like the way this is going, and I feel like this is my opinion. The problem is we try to take away their opinion and make them just nothing but athletes. Mm-hmm. But they also are part of this, this society too. Well, yeah. I, I agree with you, but my thing is we need to start holding people we put in office. Of course. Of course. Of course. We give you four years, we we say what we want, you don't do what we want, we and we should remove you. And that's and that's, that's where it gotta start at. To that's me, what, that's where it gotta start. To at. me, that's a part of society in general. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's if it's if it's local, state, or federal. I don't care what it is, whether it's being in in, in, the, in the police community or any other way. Right? When you are having these different situations and you have these things going on, you should have a say so in it. Right? You should have a say so in what being developed, 
how it's been developed, yeah. whatever's been going on, how the funds are being spent. Right. You know what I mean? That's the people, should the people have the power, right? Well, exactly. But those players should also I know, I'm be not a saying part of that. They because, should. They should. Because they are a part of also paying their taxes. Yeah. They should be part of the discussion. Because once they leave that court, they just like us. Because if they ain't LeBron James or Kawhi and they get pulled over, these cops don't even know who they're millionaires or they play for them. What's the dude from who got beat up in New York that time got his leg broke? Oh, you talking about uh, Stephalosis? Yes. Had it coming out of the yeah, party? Yes. So, when you get pulled over, I don't know how much you got in your, your bank so, unless, unless you... So, so so that's the point that we're making. Why are we excusing athletes? I'm not excusing them. I'm not excusing them. At the end of the day, they, they listen, they're going to do the same stuff we're going to do. I think we all agree, but I'm just saying... No, I'm not agreeing with that. What you're just saying. I'm not agreeing with No, that. no, I'm saying about to the point that I thought they used their leverage to get a high up on the phone. No. Made they, the they, they just opened doors for what they did by standing up. That's all the I'm saying. Yeah, but it's a difference between leverage okay, and well, open doors. Door. Well, it was a good thing they did it to yeah. open doors. That's to open doors. I think, yeah. it, I think it helps. Yes. But, it, you know, all this is to be continued. But, I mean, it does. I mean, if you can be able to say to this congressman, but, I mean, at the same time, it's all money. Yep. If you don't have lobbyists up there sitting there, if you're, you're if you're going to still have the uh, police union as one of the biggest unions in the United States to be able to handle handle a majority of what's going on as far as within that in that community, I mean that's still going to be an issue. Breaking those things or bringing other things up, that's it's, it's a lot going on. And to for athletes not to have a say so in that, being that you know they are an entertainment, they bring in billions of dollars of revenue in those organizations, sure. they should have just as much say so as anything else. And, and now to get out of track, right? I was um, I was following uh, LSU. They uh, football team was protesting, right? So then you have the people in uh, Louisiana Baton Rouge can cheer for you. But now when, they, and they, then they when you protest, you're saying, no, you shouldn't be protest. Do that on But I, And we need to get back to sending our kids. Don't send them there. Send them to schools that gonna have your back when you stand up for our rights. Right? I agree one hundred percent. I think if yeah. you if you're out, if your kid is out of university that don't care is not supporting them off the football. Because I was field. disappointed. Those right. kids was protesting. Yeah. Yeah. Protest, LSU, Ole Miss, so yeah. a lot of schools, <laughs> Alabama, starting to do it. I'm sure like, like, a lot of those big schools. That anytime them kids do that, they're gonna get dog. You know that. Yeah, because it was a lot going sailing in Louisiana <laughs> when them kids from LSU did that. Yeah, I mean it's, but, it's a bunch of them. It's but, like, uh, like I said, it's a lot of schools are doing it. But are you surprised? No. No. Okay. Nope. So, 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 but I'm just saying for us now, we need to saying you got to choose a side. You can't be with me because I'm making you millions on winning championship. Yeah, support should be on yeah, and off yeah, the field. You yeah, that's all I'm and, saying. And it shouldn't just be LSU football players. It should be everybody. Yes. Yeah. It should be the entire student organization. Right. It should be all the students that should have the same support. Any minority student at LSU or any university right. should get the same support on and off or whatever yeah. else on and off campus. What do you guys feel about Brian Erlacher's sucker, 54. man? 54. What you talking about? His name don't even need to be mentioned, man. 54. What you talking about? 54 comments. <laughs> man, it's just terrible. Oh, it's retweet. Say, bro, it just shows that... Oh, can you enlighten me? I, I, I didn't see that. Okay, so Brian... And for our listeners. <laughs> uh, well, for our listeners, they may probably already know. But Brian Erlich, uh retweeted a, uh, a tweet that somebody sent out comparing... Um, Brent Favre's dad dying, dying he playing. still playing, and comparing it to the to the players boycotting the game and Jacob Blake's death. I mean, mm-hmm. Jacob, excuse me, not his death, but his shooting. Yeah, it's just sad, um, man. People showing their true. Character. He's just saying that he's basically just trying to say, like, you know, he went and played even yeah. though his dad died, but you guys worry about somebody worry about some shot. guy that got shot. Yeah, I mean, right, it, it just shows his true character, man. Right. Um, I'm sure a lot of people he's turned off, former teammates that, that oh, probably yeah, looked at him like a brother. Absolutely. You know, and it just shows his true character, bro. At the end of the day, man, we know now who he is at the end of the day. Because when people make those type of statements, they mean it. Right. Now we're using social media as a platform. Oh, well, somebody might have hacked my account or I didn't really mean that. You mean what you type. Right. You, you just like we say, you mean what you say, you mean what you type, bro. And and, and and like the old saying, bro, until it happened to you, 
you don't get it. No, you know? they, don't, they don't get it then. Because it don't, because it ain't happening to your family. Well, That's yeah. not your son who got shot in his back seven times. No, it, don't, it don't even have to be affecting you, though. What's right is right. But I'm just saying. You know it was down bad. But you know? no, I'm just saying. They don't see it like that because it's not happening to their race. It's not that happen to them. They still don't see it. But I'm just saying, if it happened, if it was, if a black cop go out there and shoot a white boy seven times, oh, it'd be outrage in America. It'd be outrage. It was because the lady who got shot in accidentally got shot in Minnesota, like the dude up right there. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's not happening to the race. And he did quick justice. You know, she went up to the car. The man got startled. He's sitting in the car. You know, and it's sad. They it wouldn't even take that long. We need to investigate. He'd be locked up, and then you got to prove yourself to get out. No, that's and, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So since it's not happening to their race, it's like it's not shalom. And then yeah. I see all the comment, but uh, well, if you just if he would have just stopped, then it's just like asking a woman, right? Don't wear a short miniskirt, you won't get raped. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Look, you should wear tight clothes, and then you won't have to worry about nobody raping you. It's, it's pretty much the same thing you saying. I get the I get the correlation. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if I, if I totally agree with everything you're saying. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't agree with it. But I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, though. Like, you see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Like, the I, what correlation wear, is. Yes. Well, why do you? I mean, what is what is? Uh, and I get what you're saying. You're looking at it like my clothing should not ever cause that type of situation to right. happen, which I understand 100. But to, to the words of one of my friends who. Uh, says is unless my reality becomes your reality you'll never understand where I'm coming from exactly. and that's, that's just one of the things that they don't understand because their reality is not our, their, our reality is not their reality yep. um, when they, they ever get to a point where uh, I mean that may be a fear if they ever get to a point where our reality becomes their reality then they'll get it they'll right. start seeing it right. and they'll walk out the door with a different frame of mind exactly. and a different understanding a little bit more empathy yep. in yeah. how they deal with situations when it comes to especially yeah. race related shootings that we've endured for so long right. and, and like like I read the other day just somebody talking about how the fact that you know the fact that we have that we're not now having you know these these body cams and you know and um and face I mean and recorders and phones and all that type of stuff. But imagine when we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Right. You were just hearing somebody in a police shoot and you didn't realize that it wasn't just standard. Yep. You right. know, those are things that really uh, ushered a different a uh, different frame of mind. And if we have cameras and still ain't happening. It's just it's just blatant right on like come on, dog. Got then you gotta use a man criminal history. That's what they, that's they, they, they gotta do it any day. But that's what they do. Ahead, but you know what? The, the thing that the thing that bothers me the most is when I hear people, our people say, Oh, they were misinformed. You're not misinformed. Yeah. You're saying what you feel. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you keep giving people an excuse that they were misinformed, they've been on this. Most of the people have been on this earth more than outside of the little kids and babies. You've been on here long enough to see that you're not misinformed. Yeah. No oh, we don't know. Or oh, we don't understand mm-hmm. how this. No, you've been on this earth long enough to know what's going down. Right. You know what I'm saying? You Most of the people in our age group, or maybe in the tw- early 30s or whatever, they were there with the Rodney King. They saw what happened. You know what I'm saying? So you're not misinformed. You're not misinformed with all the other people who done died, Breonna Taylor, everybody, you know, Michael Brown, uh, the guy in New York, you know, he's in there selling, you know, loose cigarettes, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you, you, gonna talk to them, you gonna kill him for that? Yeah. You gonna kill him for that? You know what I'm saying? So I hate when people, our people come and say we was misinformed or they, they were misinformed or they don't. Nah, you're not misinformed. You're saying what you feel. Yeah. And you're not misinformed because you watch the news like everybody else. Yep. And until people start thinking for themselves, then that's what's going to happen. Yep. You're right, bro. At the end of the day, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, though. Yeah, her lack of tripping, though. He ain't tripping. No, he just feels how he feels. Exactly. Exactly. And that just, it's just, it's tough, man. And it's tough because, it's tough more because we need allies. Yeah. We need people that can speak, that can speak with us. Mm -hmm. Not for us. Yeah. Yeah, that can speak with this. Yep. Marvin just said, man, yeah, good good point, Ray. I didn't know Marvin was yeah. like, thanks, Marvin. <laughs> Which one are you talking about? I don't know, bro. I like you know, I like the video. I'm speaking your facts, man. I don't know what he said, that was four four five. Tell us what he said at four four five. Appreciate it, you know what I mean? I don't know what he said. Let me know. I don't know what he said was so profound, man. I don't understand what's going on. Just looking one up under the bed. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
Give me an applause, man. Give me an applause, man. Give me an applause, man. Give me an applause, they don't even care about other whites. That's yeah. why they don't understand why we care about other blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the example of the uh, the black on black, uh, the crime oh, or the example off. of the uh, the Chicago. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, what does Chicago have to do with you? Yeah. I mean, I always look at that as like, why is Chicago is the center point of your discussion? Mm-hmm. Like, if, you're, like white on white if you're not from Chicago, right. are you not from there? <laughs> You know, like there's no such thing as, as black and black crime number one. It's black community you know, there's violence. Yep. And then and then the two, I mean white people kill white Chicago, people. Chicago Chicago things happen in Chicago. Yes, we do know, but I mean it's not directly affecting you. So like why are you so why is that such a, a hotbed of your your proven trying to prove your point? You know why? It's just something that, you know, the narrative I never understand. Because that's what they do all the time mm-hmm. to justify to justify what's going on in our community. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, guess what? Black people gonna kill black people. White people gonna kill white people. Yeah, Period. It goes on every day. Yeah, it's called. Yeah. It's called. Don't kill anyone. That's what you're around. It's called proximity, right? Mm. It's like you know, you're, you're going. You're destined to have an issue with somebody you're close to. Not necessarily anything else. You're not gonna have an issue with somebody that like is in Montana yep. unless you talk to them on Twitter. Yeah. So so if I'm that close proximity with you and I'm around you, we we're literally gonna have an issue because mm-hmm. of our personality and our match. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different focal things that can happen, man. So. Yeah. You know, we, I just, I, I have an issue with that because it never really makes sense to me. Yeah, no doubt about it, bro. All right, so let's, so we got, uh, what we got coming there? We got Miss Willis coming up pretty soon. Yeah, Miss yeah, Willis. She, she yeah. She's up. Okay. Yeah. She ain't calling. She just calling. It's good to have a guest. It's good to have a guest today. Yeah, no doubt about it, baby. I like the shows today, man. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like it. It was very spirited. I don't know what the hell Keon was talking about. Well, what, 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 you ain't agree, but, what you ain't agree with that I said? With the leverage. You got it? I think yeah, it was yeah. leverage, bro. Yeah, the leverage. It's like, they don't have no leverage, bro. Yep. They made a lot of ways that they didn't make. I think they opened doors. Leverage is mean you, you, you in control. Like, you have some control. They don't have no control. Yeah. The only control they got, they stop playing. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That's crazy. That's, that's the that's the only control. Yep. Yeah, bro. It's, it's crazy, though. Unfortunately, bro, it's the, the the world we in right now, bro. Definitely something got to change. You know what I mean? If it don't change, bro, I don't know what the world gonna come to, though. I think it's gonna change, bro. I think these middle school kids. Uh, our kids gonna change. She she on. Yeah, she wanna go with me. Hello. Hey, Taylor. <clears throat> My camera. Taylor? Tell her, tell her we can't hear. Okay. Not totally sure. Hold on. My bad. You gotta cut the volume. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, volume up. You see on. Oh, can you hear me? Yep, yep. There we go. There there we, go. There we, go. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We don't know what we're doing, so we're just trying to figure it out. We, we lost our head. Bye, bye. Sorry about that. How are you doing today, Taylor? I'm well. How are you? Uh, I can't complain. Thanks for coming Thanks for on the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Don't y'all supposed to do this little GSU chant? Yeah, so like, is that what y'all supposed to do? So we y'all talk to each other. So I'm right, man. Donovan friend. So as a Grammy alum, you know I'm loving this. I'm loving this. This call is now being recorded. Yep, definitely loving this. So what's going on, Taylor? Uh, not so much. This Donovan, like I said, raised your, uh, you know, all grand family, grand family. You know, what I'm saying? we got you got you know JD over here. You know, he went down to Alabama State, so you know he gonna give you a blue. He gonna talk trash to you. He gonna talk a little bit of trash to you. I know you're ready for it. And got man Keon to the left, so he gonna ask you a couple of questions as well. But uh, the first question, you know, we want to get to is um, tell us a little bit. But first of all, let me tell the guys how I met Taylor. I met Taylor through her, uh, her stepfather. I call him Squeak. 
Um, he became um, my dad for a couple of years, and he used to come in the barbershop all the time and say that you know his, his daughter has a great basketball. She's a great basketball player. She's a point guard. You know, she goes hard. She plays great defense, great offense, can score, and she's you know she's a really good hitter. And he used to come in the barbershop and talk about it, talk about it. And I actually met Taylor one day at the mall. And I'm like, oh, man, she kind of short. She can walk like that. He's like, yes. He's like, yes, yes, she really can go. And I talk to other people who have said that they've seen her play. And, you know, she's it's, it's, it's in her. Like, she has that it factor when she gets on the court. So I'm glad that she was able to come on our show today, you know, and, and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. And um, I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like I said, thank you for having me. Um, uh, I'm from Arlington, Virginia. Uh, been playing basketball for probably about six, seven years. Really? I first really? started off playing soccer. Yeah, um, only, I started only playing soccer. Years? Yeah. Okay. okay. I started off playing soccer. Um, as my first for my first love, and um, one year I just started playing rec basketball just uh, while soccer wasn't in season, hmm. and you know I kind of just fell in love with it. Um, and a lot of people were telling us like, you know, she doesn't play AU, and me and my mom at the time didn't know what AU basketball was. So that following spring, I went to trial for uh, my first AU team, and I made the D three team. And by uh, that summer, I was playing on the. I guess like the D1 team or the first string team and I ended up quitting soccer and just sticking with basketball. Wow. wow. <laughs> what yeah. DC team did you play for AU? Um, I played for Matrix. It was a Virginia team and then um, it was a small organization and then afterwards I played with Fairfax Stars, um, Team Loaded and then I played EYBL for Team Takeover. Mm. So you're gonna play with a lot of talented teams. Yeah. Um I was started I started out at um Wakefield High School mm-hmm. in Arlington. Then I transferred to Woodbridge my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Uh just I used to um play for one of the old coaches there, um AU from that summer. Mm-hmm. So um, he kind of just introduced the opportunity to me to uh, come and play for his high school team and just give me a better opportunity with my basketball career and stuff like that. So Sweet. I kind of just took that leap of faith. So he snuck and your and deals. Was, you know, he, said, <laughs> <laughs> That's what he, really said. he was like, listen, come with me. I'm going to start you. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Basically, something like that. And um, I went my our first year or well, my sophomore year. I led the county um, and points per game was like 16. That's why I had my concussion. I think it was like 10 games in. Um, we were a state champion caliber team, but we just came up short. But we were loaded with talent, lots of D1s talent um junior year kind of the same run ended up in the same uh spot lost again um and then my senior year we finally won state oh nice oh nice you went out we went out with a bang yeah so so tell me how'd you get the how'd you get the gram gram like all these like schools on the east coast and these other schools in the south like how did you make it in Louisiana? Um, Grandma was actually my only Division One offer coming oh, out of high wow. school. Oh, wow. Um, Grandma actually came a week before my signing day. I was going to go JUCO um, in Indiana. And um, they got a hold of my film from uh, just my whole senior year run. And as soon as they seen it, they just offered me. And as soon as they told me on the phone, they wanted to offer me, I committed. Small decision. <laughs> That was that. And I always talked about how I wanted to go far away from home. And two years later, I'm 17 hours away. So. <laughs> 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 
exactly. Exactly. So when you got to the campus, like what was it about the campus? You fall in love with it? Did you enjoy it? Is it I mean, what is it about Graham that makes you because you've been there like this is your second year, so you you ain't going away yeah, now. Going away now. Um, I don't know. I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't really have I kinda went down there with an open mind. Um I like it because it's it's quiet. It's not a lot of noise to it. Um I get a lot of peace there. I mean it's it's, it's really in the middle of nowhere. Like there's nothing to do at all. But it still gave me a lot of time to work on my game. I heard a lot of cow too going on down there. I mean the HBCU environment makes up for it. But in in reality there's there's not too much to do. Nah, it's it's really not. How are you handling on the COVID nineteen? How are you handling that down there? How are you handling How you handling was it? Oh, coronavirus. How are you handling the coronavirus? Oh, well, I'm still at home, actually. I'm supposed to go back to school next week. Um, it's been in the way. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot is affected, you know, me being able to work out and stuff. But, you know, I've came up with other um, ways to still improve my game and condition and work on the things that I need to work on to improve for the season. Um, I've been outside a lot. Just recently, like beginning of August, we were able to get back into a gym and workout. So I've been taking advantage of that. But since the beginning of quarantine, like everything I was doing was like on an outside court or um, just outside conditioning type stuff. Is this a next question of the key on? Is this a big year for you? I mean, like your sophomore year. Are you, are, do you have some goals, some personal goals that you want to achieve? Yeah, um, this definitely is a big year for me, being that uh, last year a lot of my season was taken away due to injury and, um, you know, sickness and stuff like that. So I'm definitely looking to have a breakout year. Um, I know what my coaches are expecting me to do and how they're expecting me to lead the team. So it's just that I do that to the best of my abilities. Um, I'm looking to uh, hopefully, I want to take my team to championship. Um, I think that I have, I know what it takes to, you know, lead a team to that position. And I know a lot more from my freshman year to my sophomore year as far as what it takes to strive on a college basketball team. So I'm really just ready to put all that together um, and just do what it takes to win. Okay, this is okay, our key. Is our key. Uh, you no, kind of went into the question, question I want to ask you. You said we're you able to do because of the COVID and everything. So, what part of game? What part of your game have you been working on since you've been at home? COVID going on. Like I know you said you've been going on the outside. So, what aspect of the game have you been working on? Definitely my shooting. Shooting, 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 shooting. Um, one thing I struggled with when I got to school um, my freshman year was, you know, the difference between the high school three-point line and the collegiate three-point line. I uh, definitely had to get a lot stronger and had to, you know, just improve my shooting in a lot of different ways that I didn't know needed work. So that was something I really took time to um, lock in on. And then just my conditioning as well, just having to be in shape all the time. And uh, that was really what I took an emphasis on this year or this summer. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And definitely, okay, yeah. If you can jump, take you a long way. And also, I know a lot of people are falling in love with the three point line, but nothing like having a mid range. Nothing like having a mid range. Yeah, that's my game. I love this. And that floater, you gotta have that, that giant killer. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, uh, Taylor, this is your grand fam, Raymond. Um, you kind of answered the question of why you went to Grambling, but being that the first season was short, you know, due to COVID, or what are they saying going into this season? Are you guys are going to start on time? Are going to start in the spring, kind of like football? Uh, what's, what are they talking about? As of right now, we are the only basketball is the only sport playing this fall slash winter. Okay. Um, we okay. haven't gotten into any um 
any uh like organized um team stuff yet, but it's supposed to wait for the announcement of the NCAA that's supposed to come out like September fourteenth to see what they say. Okay. Um a lot of my teammates have uh went through the COVID testing already and have got negative results back, which is good. Yeah. And we're just kind of playing everything by ear, but as of right now, like our schedule is still set in stone. Like as we're to play um, our first game, like on November sixth or something like that. I need that. But I'm just not dude. sure how realistic that is. Yeah, we need that, that We need that championship. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, Taylor, uh, this is Dominic again. Um, um, you answered like, you answered a couple of questions that I was going to ask. So, the main question is, what have you learned? You know, going through COVID. You know, you know, um, being away from school, being back at home, um, not being able to work on your game like you want to. How how would that affect you? Um. And like I said, it's affecting me in a lot of different ways. Um, really, in a lot of positive ways more than negative. Um, I think one thing I learned from, you know, just the whole COVID, um, this experience, this, uh, it's, it's life doesn't stop. Like, you just got to keep going. And even though, you know, there were setbacks as far as, like, um, me not being able to finish school or finish the season and stuff like that, um, life keeps going. And stuff don't stop so you just got to keep rolling with the punches and keep going and just kind of figure out other ways to you know do what you need to do so um for example like me not being in a gym I could have waited around and uh tried to make an excuse as to why I wasn't working out but you know I took my ball I went outside and got to a gym or you know I found a hill to work out on so it was just stuff like that just made me realize you know I just got to keep working and this was no excuse to, for me to not work. Absolutely. I got the right answer. Right so I was going to ask you, so this is James, I was going to ask you a question about like, um, exactly like as far as like the things that you've been working on, we've always asked this question. Tell me things about that you're doing off the court at Groundman to help you, you know, become um, I want to say a more well-developed Person, but like really things that you're doing as far as your career, other things that you're doing outside of basketball that you've been working on. Um, outside of basketball, well, um, recently this past season, um, my team and I we went to this girls group home in Ruston, Louisiana, and just did some community service with the girls and uh, played games with them, and uh, you know, just spent time with them and stuff like that. And after that, I kind of got in close with the um director at the group home because. My major at Grambling, I'm a biology major with a minor in psychology. Ooh, and with that, I want to become a... That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we need. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we need right there. Yeah, and uh, with that, I want to be a pediatric psychiatrist. Okay. So, nice. um, with that, I know a lot of the girls do talk to um doctors and our prescribed medication and stuff. So, I just kind of wanted to be um, a volunteer there for a summer. Well, that was my goal. That was going to be my goal this uh, past summer if COVID um, didn't interfere was to kind of um, just volunteer there, just be around them, kind of know the ins and outs of, you know, that type of psychiatric um, attention that the girls get. So, yeah. But, um... Well, it's always next That's kind of some of the stuff that I do outside of, um... Oh yeah, there's definitely always next year. That's gotcha. that's still one of my goals to do. But that's the kind of the stuff I do. Just stuff working on, um, working with kids and adolescents. Let me ask you another question, and this is it's kind of a two part question. First question is um, about when you play Alabama State University. Come on, they make you about yourself. That's a that's a that's a that's the first question. That's probably not most important. Most important question I want to ask is about, you know, you see what's going on in, in, in the climate today, climate, things are going on. Are you participating in anything at Grambling? 
um, that you know that is. I'm gonna say I want to say a part of it, but just a part of that discussion. And you guys have your groups. Do you talk about these different things? So part of your team, like, or do you have like a team leadership council? Like, what do you guys do there to kind of make sure that your voice is doing work? Um. Because honestly, it really hasn't done anything as far as like in a team way or uh, as far as like Grambling is affiliated. I know a lot of my teammates have voiced their opinions like through their individual like social media accounts and stuff like that. But um, it's not, we haven't really got anything like team oriented or like as far as with Grambling really. Okay. Okay. So this is uh, 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 So I want to ask you. You can give me your favorite player from the WNBA. You have one. Your favorite player from the NBA. You want? Who you tell me? Tell Who you look up to? That's you know. You know. You wanna say that's your favorite player? Um. So my favorite player would be. Either Rike Agumwale okay, or okay. Kennedy oh, Carter. Yeah. Kennedy yeah. Carter. Yeah, I love Kennedy yeah, Carter. She played with my cousin, Kayla Lane. He got like eight cousins. Yeah, yeah we got a cousin that plays some ball. I don't know. Don't hate, bro. Don't hate, bro. Don't hate. Who's your NBA player? NBA, um, either Kimba Walker okay. or, well, my all-time, and my all-time favorite player is Dwayne Wade. Okay, oh, so, uh, and, I, and I can and see I you tending your game like a lot of position you do play. Yeah. yeah. So you do a lot of flopping. So what what about Kennedy Carter and Dwayne Wade and Kimball that you like about their game that you want to put in your game? Well, I'd say I definitely like um, Kennedy's explosiveness, like, and her swag. I definitely modeled a lot of my games just watching her, how she plays, how she moves, just a lot of finesse to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as, like, Kimba Walker and uh, Dwayne Wade, it's, uh, they're just really composed and poised, and that's something I took after their game, you know. They're never, like, frantic or under a lot of pressure. Like, they have a lot of confidence in their moves, and they just know they're going to score, so they do it. Okay. And it's just real, like, smooth to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, they just real smooth. Okay. Sweet. So, uh, I got another question that we probably missed. Um, how do you feel now playing in front of your friends and family? Um, can you repeat that one more time? Like, how do you feel do you not feel being able to play in front of your friends and family on a consistent basis? Um, it's hard, I guess. Not really. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm kind of like in between about it. Like, I do um, miss being able to have, you know, a, a big support system there. But, um, I think not having them there kind of lets off a lot of pressure on me. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't really, I try not to worry about too much about the crowd and who's going to be there and who's not because I used to do that in the past and it's like affecting me and, you know, throwing me off my game. So I kind of just worry about everything in between the lines. Okay. Well, the argument is we're going to support you, Taylor. So that's when y'all play a mistake. I may be in the crowd just so I can be like, hey, let's see that. <laughs> I told you, Taylor. I, I just may be in the crowd for that game. Now that I know somebody on the court, I may have to fly down for that game. Drop 40 on them, Taylor. <laughs> Give us opportunity to get 40. And then you point at him in the crowd after y'all get that dub. Michelle. Hey, tell one last question before we get out of here. What are your personal goals for the season? Like, what, what do you, because I mean, I don't, your, your freshman year was kind of up and down. Um, what are your personal goals coming into your sophomore season? Um, personal goals, I would like to be a team captain this year. Okay. okay. Um, uh, looking for um, and any type of accolades as far as, you know, first team defense, first team offense, you know. Uh, I would like to average uh, a certain amount of points. Uh, 
I mean, speak on it. Tell us about the points. Don't be like, no, don't be holding back. Speak on it. Tell us what the points are. I'm not going to put up at least 15 a game, 15 and 5, 15 and 6. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. I think you definitely going to get it done. That's thank you. Yep. All right, fellas, any I more questions? Nah, we don't have any more questions here. Uh, Taylor, we thank you for uh, coming on the show. Uh, tell us yeah. a little bit about yourself. Telling us your goals and where you're trying to go and where you're trying to be in the near future. And we're going to continue to support you in everything that you do. When games come on, we know somebody at Greenland now outside of Raymond. Absolutely. Actually, I do know more people than me. So, but yeah, we appreciate everything, you know, that you're coming on the show and being with us. And, you know, any anytime you want to come back on and you can bring your teammates and we can have a bigger discussion Absolutely. about Ramblin and, and, and the basketball team and the success that y'all going to have this season. Now, so, one more now, question one more before you go. Before you became a Saints fan. You said what? Hey, you became hey, a Saints fan. Nah, still a Washington fan. All right, Time, Taylor. I understand. I'm with you. I'm with you all day. But yeah, we appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. And good luck to you. Good luck to the season. Yep. My success. Stay healthy. And take care of yourself. Thank you. All right. All right, Taylor. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, fellas, man. So we, uh, that was a great discussion with Taylor Woodard. Willard. Willard. Yeah. Willard. I can't say it for some odd reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Willard. I cannot say it. I gotta keep saying it over and over again, but that was a great conversation. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she definitely seems to have a very bright future, man. Uh, thanks for putting that together there, uh, Donovan. Donovan. Oh, man. Donovan. 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 Right for the first yeah. time. Yeah, wow. yeah, you know, applause. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, man, that was pretty good. And um, yeah, that's good questions. And to be honest with you, I didn't actually, I skipped the question on purpose. Oh, my bad. Because I wanted to go to something else. I thought something a little bit more important as far as trying to get, see exactly, get an understanding exactly what she want to go as far as her career and stuff like that. Man. No doubt. I definitely jumped off that question. So, fellas, man, is any other thing we want to discuss before we get up out of here? To be continued next week, baby. Same time, same bat channel. Keon, your head is shaking no, but you like you want to say something? Go Lakers. All right. <laughs> I mean, they're playing without Dame Little. Great job. They, they should say better when they should be away from that. Don't anything, man. It's good to be back in the building. Absolutely. Well, yep. Give you a couple of applause for that defense for being in the building, you know. Yeah, because we know you ain't got your uh, your meats in there. Hey man, look, it's good to have you know, good to have parents down. You know, you go pick up groceries. It's good to be able to pick up groceries. You know, I, hey, let's get it in. All right, fellas, man. Well, yo, Ray, uh, this is the last is about to end. You can get us out of here. Yeah, first of all, I want to dedicate this show to my mother. Okay. Deborah Butler, today is a you just remember birthday. not her birthday, huh? Nah, 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 nah,
This is all I know Makes me feel Is this real? Going down and back and forth And all these ways It makes me numb now I can't feel Is this real? Here I am in the club again, yeah Cage like WrestleMania Girls wanna rap for anyone Dudes wanna macadamia Never had love for none of the drugs But I wonder, can the fame be one? I don't know none of these people But order some drinks That's numb to pain with them And I probably look content I mean, I made a couple hits I know celebs and all And what I wear can pay the rent But on the inside, I'm sick I know I'm bound to fall I'm chasing the world of its pleasures Careful about what you treasure Can you put 24s on a Tesla? 